We are back. Henry Chisholm runs again here with me. Henry, we're going to take advantage of you as our college football guy to talk some college football, look at some trends. Also, that under from yesterday's World Series game hit. Mm-hmm. That was part of our that, that's part of our trends they package. That was another trend was the the under I forget what that fit into. That was like a fade the public under. Was that what it was? I can't remember. Yeah, it was right at the end yeah. of the show after I'd said that dumb thing I said. Yep. And so yep. I kind of blacked out. Yep. That's right. That's yep. uh, that was an all timer. Go back. That was. And check that out. I then found a way to burp <laughs> on camera as well. It was. Oh, a see, I missed that too. Bright moment, or uh, you could say quite the opposite for us. Um, so yeah, let's go. We're gonna start by kind of regrouping in the college football. I I need a sit down. I need a good college football talk because I just I have no feel. I have no feel for the college football slate right now. And so we're going to start by looking at the hottest teams against the spread in all the Power 5 conferences. And then we're going to hit up some of our favorite Group 6 and uh, go from there and try to find some good lines. Luckily, there are some that are connected. So we start with the ACC, Hank. Mm -hmm. And uh, surprise, surprise, hottest team against the spread in the ACC. And this is against the spread plus minus which i think okay very nice way yeah. to wow to look point about. differential against the spread that's crazy wasn't that i never thought of that before i've got over under plus minuses on the nfl for you later i'm sure right. you do okay wake forest though killing it four and one against the spread best record against the spread also best plus minus of 10.9 wake's been intriguing and kind of flying under the radar and yet now this week they come in they are big favorites I'm going to, against Syracuse, which has been beat up in a major way, 10.5-point favorites. The beauty of these against the spread records and stuff, though, is that you're really seeing how you can kind of public perception is skewed on a team like Wake, who is a 10-point favorite on the road to Syracuse, only 50% of the money on them, though. Huh. You know, we were excited about Syracuse. Eh, that might we have been were. a stretch. We were. But, but to some extent. Exactly. Yes. Like, we didn't think they were going to compete with Clemson or anything, but that Maybe was a right. team that, who did they play week one? But that was one of the tough matchups. It might have been mm-hmm. North Carolina. Yes. Yeah, that's there right. We thought that that could be kind yeah. of a tough game. Well, Dino Babers, Andre exactly. Cisco, one of the top mm-hmm. safeties in the draft. He's, He's already a- done for the year. He sure is. Yeah, no, they've just lost all these guys. Babers and that program haven't found their momentum yet with the lack of quarterback. Wake, though, really flying under the radar. It's yeah. been pretty impressive. Um, and that might be some nice value. Notre Dame, two and three, but they are covering at a plus 7.6 clip. And then Syracuse, three and three, plus five. And Boston College, who we've won some money on this year. They're four and two against the spread, mm-hmm. uh, plus minus of 4.6, followed by NC State and Miami, both programs four and two with a just right around zero. Um, and then the, the team you want to fade in the ACC is Pitt, who's one, five, and one. And they've lost me money too. I think it's really easy to buy into that team. They're so tempting. It, exactly, because even though they are, you know, it's yeah, not you like a great Pat Narduzzi, record. You exactly. kind of like the, the quarterback they have there. The defense is always solid, but no, they've stunk it up against the spread. And it's so easy because they're, they're two and four. But you still think, well, they have that defense. Mm-hmm. And so even if they do get beat, it should be a close game, and right. they'll probably still cover. 
that has been very wrong. It it's turns out. I, I hadn't really happened. realized. I don't think that Pittsburgh was what has been losing That's me a lot I of bets. To do but this. no, yeah, yeah, I definitely have been taking Pittsburgh a lot. Minus five point eight in uh, plus mm-hmm. minus, and then Georgia Tech two and four minus nine point nine. Florida State. That's been a bit of a money pit for me, more because I keep trying to huh. fade Florida State and they're two and four. You know that that North Carolina game. I yeah. I won't rehash it, but it was a disaster. It was. I was having a phenomenal. It, it always gets you when you're having a phenomenal Saturday and then you double down trying to bet against Florida State. Then Florida mm-hmm. State has their one upset all year and you're you're live betting. And next thing you know, you're like five units deep and you've screwed it all up. <laughs> um, the Big 12. Big 12, the Wake Forest of the Big 12 has been Kansas State, who surprisingly is ranked, right? They've had mm-hmm. a big upset of Oklahoma this mm-hmm. year. But they're 4-1 plus 12.6 plus minus against the spread Really nice there. And they are one of the teams I'm looking at this weekend because we have a new action-inspired betting system, this with a return on investment of 13%, uh, 58% winning. It's a road dog in conference matchups that are heavily bet on. It's kind of a – it's almost a fade of the public here. Kansas State, big dog on the road plus four to West Virginia, but their record on the, against the spread would suggest this is quite juicy for a four and one Kansas State team that's really killing the spread against a three and two Virgi- uh, West Virginia team that's a still minus one point five against the spread. Interesting thing about the Big Twelve: only two teams with a positive plus minus against the spread, huh. and that's the aforementioned Kansas State and Oklahoma State who I had uh, last week and didn't cover the spread by a half point. And the reason for that is probably that the Big 12 has been really disappointing this year. I think that, you know, you look all the way through it, and at the top, Oklahoma State still has, like, a decent chance to make the playoff, but you don't really expect them to keep doing what they're doing. Well, they've they've missed practice time, so that's been a bit of a problem there, a bit of a struggle with them. Practice times games, you know, everything. Yeah, (laughs) but but with the Big 12, they only had the one non-conference game, and that was the first game of the year. Uh That's when all the lines are based on preseason perception. Yeah. And for all of them to be underperforming, that means they all just really (laughs) disappointed in week one. No, you're right. Yeah. You're exactly right. And the team to fade here, it's the 0-5 Kansas, Mm -hmm. who's minus 15 against the spread, guys. That's juice. If you're betting on Kansas, you deserve it, right? I mean, truly, truly, truly. Uh, as a Buffs reporter, you're probably happy you're not covering less miles and the, yeah. Yeah. the <laughs> shit show that has been over there. Texas, no surprise here, won three and one against the spread. Not great for them either. So, yeah, we're kind of learning stay away from the Big 12 unless you're betting on Kansas State or Oklahoma State. Kind of mm-hmm. like KSU, though. Okay. Well, Big Ten, we don't have a big enough sample size. We're going to move on to the SEC. We kind of know what happened in the Big Ten, right? Yep. Um, Penn State, probably very poor compared to the spread. Dude, I haven't been tooting my horn nearly enough that I somehow managed to be on the winning side of both Indiana and the Detroit Lions this week. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that is impressive. Those were tough ones to take. The accidental touchdowns Mm -hmm. paid off for me in both. So you, yeah. know, we talk, you always feel like you only get bad beats. You never get the close wins. People need to remind me of this weekend. Well, I had Penn, I, I dodged some bullets. I had Penn State, 
And I was thinking there's no way they cover because they'd have to score a touchdown. But they aren't going to try to score a touchdown. They're probably just going to run it out. When he goes into the end zone, it's like, oh my goodness, all of a sudden my parlay is still alive. <laughs> and then they give up uh, that, that drive all the way down the field in like two minutes or whatever, less than two minutes. To that point, they've given up, I think, 34 rushing yards and 99 passing yards, then just all the way down the field. Uh, and I lose my bet because of it. It was a that pretty was a rough night for me. That was a disaster. That's an all-time bad beat. Yeah, I had I'm a couple of those. I'm so glad, like a month ago, I said I was done with the Atlanta Falcons. And that's why I picked the <laughs> Detroit Lions, because I knew the Falcons always find creative and interesting ways to blow games. In the SEC, you know who the big dog against the spread is? No. Arkansas. Huh. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, they have been impressive, because what, did they play... 4-0 against the spread. They played Mississippi State? Right oh, when yep, we thought yep. that Mississippi State was might good. be for real, uh -huh, right. and that was the first game where it's like, oh wait, actually no, and so that was big for them. Right, that plus minus of twelve might mostly be coming just from that. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it is. Yeah, so they've uh, they've been really nice. Yeah. They've been nice. They're covering spreads, and I mean, they're just you're going against public perception once again, you know. So mm -hmm. that's where you're kind of looking good. Uh, I'm trying to find who they're playing this week. Uh, Texas A&M. A&M. Yeah. 12 and a half point dogs on the road. 50% of the money. Money split on the <sighs> Aggies. Ugh. I hate that because I kind of like the Aggies. Especially now. Like like these last yeah. couple of weeks, I've yeah. kind of turned around on them. Where it's like, I think week one, Kelamon just did nothing. And ever since, he's been slowly working his way back into the conversation. Especially as other quarterbacks haven't looked so good. Right. That's kind of the draft perspective. But now it's hard to bet against him when it seems like he's playing well. But if the numbers say to do it, who am I to say no? And then South Carolina's 3-1. and one. I've liked South Carolina. They're just a plus mm -hmm. one. I was talking to our, our buddy Justin Michael, who covers the Rams, of course, for us. And he was I was saying, you know, they're, South Carolina's kind of the Minnesota Vikings of college football. Like, I like their defensive head coach and Will Muschamp, just like I like Zim at the mm -hmm. Vikings. And I like the their skill positions. Yeah, I yeah. like their skill. I like their play caller on offense, just like I like Kubiak. I like Bobo. Yep. Like, they make it work. Yeah. And, and that has been one of my favorite teams to watch. Yep. You know, when you run through, like, Louisville's right up there. They play uh, tough. Yeah. They play tough. But they just are so much fun to watch because they have so many guys. I mean, all the receivers now are a lot like Debo Samuel from when he was there. Where they're just like physical, they can make plays, they can go up and catch the ball, right. they can beat guys up, they have yep. a really cool running back. Yes, I love Harris. Yeah. Sophomore running back. He's great. Know. And oh, then Mizzou, I'm glad I can put money on him now. Not super surprising, but they're three and one plus six point nine um plus minus. They've been a good team to bet on against the spread as well. Mm. The killers in the conference. Mississippi State, you mentioned them. Yeah, it's one because of that three. week one. Oh, it killed you. Uh, what's the you. margin at? They might have a low margin. Minus 6.9. Uh, yeah, it's pretty yeah. rough. But then Tennessee's been the real killer. One, three, and nine, minus eight uh, against the spread. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, it so. really is. And then we're going to go back to the just like that system likes um, the conference matchup heavily bet. For road dogs, uh, you've got Kansas State plus four at West Virginia. Northwestern, who in the Big Ten has been a killer against the spread in their one week, admittedly. But they did have their big win. Um, that was against Maryland? 
Yeah, I was just trying to check. I didn't that watch that one. That was plus 26 against yeah. the spread. 43-3. They are going on the road to Iowa, plus 2.5. Northwestern's frisky. That's kind of intriguing. Uh, that is, especially with Iowa coming off the loss to Purdue. Mm-hmm. It's yep. not, I don't know. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Um, and, yeah, we remind you that we're abandoning the windy unders, as I've said with Ryan. We're, it's too much for us to monitor the weather. Uh, but... 10 or no with four and two the opening game matchup theory where you just bet on the home team against the spread for home teams that made the playoffs the year prior so these huh. systems are are hitting and and we remind you the win uh so monday night win yesterday we've got some more winners here okay hank we're gonna switch gears now that we gave you all that data we're gonna guess the lines because i love guessing oh. the lines i love guessing the lines um to we're regating on college football field here hank yeah we're doing it right now it's happening you're doing it with us let's go six biggest games of the college football slate we're guessing them Wow, this will be interesting. Yes. Because college football, those are some wide lines, too. Wacky spreads. Mike. It isn't like the NFL where everything's between, or I guess, six right. or under. A lot easier to predict. 90% of the time, yeah. Right, like I'm never off more than like five points in the NFL. I was probably off by eight on two of these. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we shall begin with Texas at Oklahoma State. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Oklahoma State really has looked solid, you when know, you, you all, all the way love through. The pieces they've got there. They haven't screwed it up yet, yeah. which is kind of what college football is all about. Meanwhile, <laughs> that's a good way to put Texas it. has just been screwing everything up. Oh, they're terrible. Sam Ellinger looks like he's overrated for a second straight year. Yeah, I and I don't know where is this game again. Worse than him at Oki State. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's say they're favored by seven. Seven, I six, six and a half. It's just three and a half. Wow. See, that's the thing, though, is because Texas with the brand name, that's what is always going to happen, especially with a fan base that size. Everybody's mm-hmm. putting money on them. College football's weird. Betting on college like football's Oklahoma weird. State. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they did lose me last week for a half point, so I guess I'm a little more scared. BC at Clemson. We've liked BC, but, boy, Clemson's been an unstoppable machine so far. Yeah. I think that this has to go back to a big one. What is how have they done against the spread? Because it seems like every time I've bet on them, I've been happy. Yeah, I and they've been really good um, in those like first quarter, first half. Yep, I had that this week. Obviously, Georgia Tech. I mean, that's that alone. But no, Clemson two and four against the spread. Huh? Plus one point two ATS. Not great. That's surprising, isn't it? So maybe the line won't be as wise i thought but i i do but again, think it, they are just so against much better the spread is all about perception right mm-hmm. so they're perceived their perception that plus 1.2 it tells you more or less they're where they're perceived yeah yeah it is true they're no better no worse yeah especially like you can't be too surprised by the actual like difference against the spread when the number's that right small yeah it shows you how good the line setters have been yeah yeah, yeah. more than anything because i don't know the thing about like a, a line that set it 22 points, for example, odds are you're going to beat them by like 40 or you're going to beat them right. by like 14. And so you're right. going to be a ways off. So, yeah. yeah. But I think for this line, you have to be maybe not in the 20s again. They've been in the 20s probably like 17. You say Clemson minus 17. Yeah. Wait, where is it again? At Clemson. Let's call it 18. 
I said minus 31 and got it on the Really? Dot. Wow. Yeah. That much of a spread? I mean, Clemson it's has looked good. It's a big spread. That is a really big spread. It's a big spread. That's quality effects right there, too. This is the line I was most off on. Georgia at Kentucky. Kentucky kind of sneaky. We didn't yeah. talk about them too much. Um and you know, shouts to our guy Kentucky UDFA. Mm-hmm. But they've uh two and three plus four point five. So they haven't been bad against the spread. Yeah, they've kind of cooled off a little bit recently. They have, they have, yeah. Um Yeah, they they feasted on Tennessee like everyone. Georgia's another one though where it's hard because they're a defensive football team. I know. And even though they do have like Zamir Wright and like the great running game that should be able to keep producing. This isn't points. the year of the defense, you know. No, it really it's isn't. Just not. But I still do think that they have to be favored by 22. Ooh, I said just eight and a half. Really? And who wins this? Because I was off by a bunch. It's 14 and a half. Wow. Dude, I think, again, I think George is better than that. Maybe there's some hangover from that Alabama game. So the Kentucky half point puts you just slightly closer? No. No, I win that, right? Eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Do you like UGA there? I do. 92% of the money's on them. Yeah, I believe the that. Dogs. 92. Ooh, that half point, though. Yep. Half point. Yep. Um, changes a lot if it's just 14 for me. Okay, Henry, you can still tie this up. Michigan Derby, what do you think? Michigan State at Michigan. Two teams who <laughs> one far exceeded expectations, yeah. one far uh, I don't underwhelmed, I suppose. And the Buffs fans really did enjoy that. Oh yeah, rejoice, uh, rejoice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I think a lot of Buffs fans finally got like a little bit of their feelings toward Mel Tucker off their chest. Just seeing them being like, yep, okay, that's, nice. that's out there that's now. Nice. We've yeah. seen what it looks like. Um, I think it's going to be a really widespread. I, I don't think that these teams are all that close. No. I think that you can make the claim that Michigan State's like worst in the conference, whereas Michigan is probably <laughs> top three. I mean, after that Penn loss, State. I hadn't thought of that, but after that loss, you're probably yeah. right. Who are you going to say, Rutgers? No, they just no, blew no, it to him. No, you're right. You're so right. I, I think that this one has to be pretty big. Even though I don't trust Michigan to cover, I think it's probably set 20. Dang, nicely done. I said 15 and a half, not nearly enough, 24 and a half. Wow. So here comes the comeback for Henry. Boise State at Air Force. Night game Ooh. for the Broncos against the Falcons. I can tell you that I'll definitely be putting money on Air Force no matter what the line is just because the Mountain West is back and Air Force is back and I love triple option football. Yeah, totally. We know that. Um, But it has to be Boise favorite. Where is it again? I keep forgetting that part. It's at Air Force. At Air Force. 12? Very good guess. It's 14 and a half. I said eight and a half. I came in super weak. Yeah. Super weak. Yeah. Is Air Force intriguing? I think Air Force is intriguing. I will always be intrigued by a triple option team. We both went lower than the spread, right? Yeah. 71% of the money. Yeah, you also wonder, because what, Boise State, yeah, did they fire the athletics director or you left? Now, this opened at 8.5, by the way. Really? So then it moved that much? It's moved a ton. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 
I like Air Force, especially an early season game for a triple option team. How do you not? Yeah. Just th- that alone makes me. I need just one more little they detail to make me just click the last button. year, and that was in Boise, and they didn't do it just at the huh. end. But I thought that was a better Boise team than we've got this year. That's fair. Okay, final one. You can tie this up, Henry. You've you've made your ferocious comeback. Ohio State at Penn State. We love. You've, you've told the good people we love the Buckeyes. Yep. We're going to transition to the great offer. Yeah. Our good friends at DraftKings Sportsbook have related to this game. I really don't like Penn State. This one. No, Dude, you do not. Remember, I think a it was, lot of people don't like I think it was State. the first draft pot of the year. Yeah. When we were talking about what we're excited to see. And I had like just a big circle around the Penn State running backs. Well, now Journey Brown, the number one, is opted out. Done. The next two or three are injured and done for the year. Mm-hmm. Now they don't have a running game, which is all they had before outside of a tight end, which, guess what, works off of the running game. The quarterback looked awful last week. The defense didn't look all that good either. Meanwhile, Ohio State is Ohio State. And there were a couple hiccups, but I think that this has to be massive, even though where was Penn State ranked coming into this? I mean, they oh, were ranked, man. and I think yeah. they might have been top 10. To start the season, they were definitely in that top 10 range. So they, this has just been a big divergence in one week, but I think it's right. got to be Ohio State. Man, you're dialed on these Big Ten. You're talking through these Big Ten lines. I, I can, you're dialed. You're dialed. 20 and a half? 20 Is it that big? a half. I said 12. I know. I probably went too big. I think you went massive. It opened at 9.5. It's 11.5, 12.5. you got to hammer Ohio State. Penn's, what, how is Penn State going to score on anybody? By throwing it to the tight end? Guess what? 71%. Double cover and that's it. And your now, quarterback can't throw. Front seven for Ohio State struggled a bit with Nebraska this okay. start. Secondary was better. Mm-hmm. But as you just said, they have no running backs. They finished it out. I mean, they beat why, why would that scare you when they have no running backs? It's not going to scare you. At all. Ohio State, look, Penn State's got a good line. Ohio State's O-line, way better. Way better. Really, really, really good. Though Ohio State has to figure out the running game. This whole game is interesting because it's related to our presenting sponsor, obviously DraftKings Sportsbook. You download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app, do that now, and use promo code DMVR when you sign up, and you'll get this can't-miss offer. You pick either Penn State or Ohio State, please not the Nittany Lions, and you bet $1, and you can get $100 back if your team wins, aka the Buckeyes. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code DNVR and you bet on the Buckeyes. That's basically a free $99 for a limited time only when you sign up. Now you got to jump on this offer this week. Of all the one for 100, this is the one NFL, college football, I feel best. I know I was bullish on Minnesota, but Minnesota was a three-point dog. And looking at your computer, that says 94% of the money on Ohio State minus 11.5. Oh, sorry. I I was looking at the bet percentage there. You're right, 94% of the money. 94, not the 71 I said. 94 on that spread. That's uh So if that's you want to be wild. a 94%er and win $99 that are basically the, the world knows are coming your way, do that. DraftKing the DraftKing or sign up using DraftKing Sportsbook app. Use that code DMBR. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 time playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Henry. 
I feel a lot better about my college football picks now. I'm glad. We've got Kansas State. We've got Northwestern. We're mm. we're hammering the Buckeyes. We like Air Force. This is a great way to kind of set our baseline. We like Oklahoma State too. Yeah. And I guess Georgia over Kentucky. I do like that. I'm going to say this. A, I'm going to buy buy that down to just 14 because you know that half point scares me. And and this is an emotional hedge for our friend Kentucky UDFA. Yes, it is. Also, you you said uh, Kansas State, right? I might not have, but I, do I like meant Kansas, Kansas State. State. Yes. Yeah, I think I big time meant Kansas State. They're underdogs against West Virginia this week. Give them some respect, guys. Yeah. Put some respect on their names. That's an outstanding program. They're playing really well. Easily the best team in the Big 12 right now. Easily, Hank. Easily. Yeah. Oklahoma State right there. That's true. That's and the only one that you could even make it a claim. It used to scare you in the Big 12. That was the one big travel game, right? West Virginia, oh, you're not yeah. standing. But who cares? There's no crowds. In. Yeah. It's not a windy under. Nothing scares me anymore. Speaking of unders, I had to go back week six, week seven, look at how are those overs hitting still? Well, Henry, after some historic months, the line's still being set incredibly high because we're all overs hungry. There's always a game every week that goes well over 70 points. It's been absurd at times. And yet... The overs, week six, five and nine, minus 44 points on the total set. Last week, week seven, six, seven, and one, minus 54. Huh. Ain't that something? That is. Now, my projections, which I unveiled last week, which is simply the average of points scored by each team, those went six and five in the over-unders. The ones that I highlighted because there was a large enough difference, four and two. Yeah. So let's go through those real quick, see the juiciest over-unders, and then we're going to call it a day. Okay. Real Lay quick, though. Me. Yeah, you've got a question. I asked Carl Durrell, the Buffs head coach, I think last week, about oh, wow. like if there's anything you can learn from watching the rest of college football in the NFL come back. And the one thing he pointed to was the missed tackles. Because mm. of the different offseason where a lot of it is individual workouts, you're yes. not spending as much time tackling yes. because of the contact. And then you go into a condensed camp, which is where you do all your tackling. Yeah. I wonder if that's what's happening. Is finally oh, guys are just getting that aspect of the game back, which is the toughest to, to get back. That certainly has been a problem in the NFL since like no padded practices. And yeah. so like September football, it's always really mm -hmm. high scoring. And then it corrects this year with no preseason. It was almost like September football was our preseason. October mm -hmm. football is our September football. And now November football, it's like, get ready. Like yeah. now this is for real. In fact, Dude, I feel better about this slate than I have all week. Seven I know. Pack 12 games per team it's crazy it's, it's going to be crazy it's going to be lit um the games i have highlighted this week for the over-unders jets at chiefs over-under set at 48 these teams averaging just 43.2 points love the under and we kind of talked about this is going to be a classic blowout i'm going to like the jets team under in this one as well and it's just going to be easy money that the, the yeah. chiefs have been like the kings of the over-under. Yeah, it's true. The thing is, like, I just, I still just have so much trouble trusting it because it is the Chiefs. And because yeah, you look yeah, at that and say, why can't they put up that many points It'll themselves? It's true. But you know what? That It's the wrong thought process. That's like the emotional side that right. shouldn't be involved when you have this much data at this point. 
Three and two on the over, or no, three and four on the overs for the Chiefs um, this year. And the other line I like, 46 for Rams-Dolphins. I'm scared by Tua. I don't know quite what to expect. These teams averaging 51 points per game. The Rams, 2-5 and five on the over, but I think they're due. Yeah. I the mean, Rams were a to really wacky team last year. You know, they'd, they'd go for big scoring games, then low scoring. The big Now they've been more consistent, but I think against the Dolphins, things get a little wacky on the road for them, and I think this over hits. Yeah. I also, Steelers-Ravens, where do you land on this? Because everyone's going to think classic division bout. That's why it's set at 46.5. These teams are averaging 60 points combined. Yeah, it's a lot. But you also think like that that Baltimore defense is going to get better. It is too talented to give up as many points as it's given up. Then you look at what the Steelers have on defense and say everything's been going well. Mm -hmm. Nothing's been going right for Baltimore on offense, except that they haven't put up that many points. points. It just doesn't feel like it because they haven't been clicking. And maybe it's because we look at fantasy so much and And they aren't putting up those numbers. Is that Ravens offense with all those RPOs and stuff, is that a great way to nullify the edge rushers for Pittsburgh, which is really the strength of that defense? That is true. Steelers secondary, not good. True. Not good. Steelers Twitter, not happy with that secondary. And now that you have Des Bryant. Just kidding. That's right. And fine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Niners at Seahawks. This is a big one for me to figure out who the Niners really are. But anyways, this Mm -hmm. is set at 54. Those teams averaging 60 combined points. Like the over. Like the over. Yeah. I think you have to. Good or bad, they're scoring 30 and they're allowing you to score 30. Yeah. It's true. There you go. There's uh, three juicy overs and one under. I'm going to dig in for more under since those have been hot lately. Thank you for tuning in. Best of luck. Use all those trends to your uh, discretion. And thank you for helping me figure out college football. Appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me. We'll be back soon.